0: Good morning, my friends, and uh, welcome again to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Tuesday, the um, 15th of September. And again, for uh, all Catholics listening to this uh, program today, we celebrate another feast day today, uh, the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows. And so again, because of that feast, we, uh, we stay with John's Gospel, and uh, we won't go back to Luke yet. Uh, The gospel that we'll be reading this morning, and again, becomes self-evident as to why, but it's John chapter 19, verses 25 to 27. So a a short one today. John 19, 25 to 27, if you'd like to follow along. Uh, Let's open up God's Word together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple there whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So I mentioned this is the uh, feast of Our Lady of Sorrows, and it falls on the heels, of course, of yesterday's feast, which is the exaltation of the cross. And and I'm sure there is no accident that the two uh, fall back to back, Uh, that the cross is the very um, crossroads, if I may use uh, that, in, in the definition, it's the, it's the crossroads of humanity. It is, it is where heaven and earth meet in, in what turned out to be humanity's worst day, but God's best day. And that if God can redeem the very cross of Christ, that there's nothing he cannot redeem. And it celebrates uh, God's victory and God's absolute love for humanity. Um, not only that day, but but in all things, and and it makes sense, brothers and sisters, because it celebrates God's action on that moment and in that day. But what about humanity's? What is humanity going through? What is our action? You know, if it is humanity's worst day, what what are what are we? How are we participating in that? And and what does that look like from our perspective? And there's no better feast day then to celebrate than Our Lady of Sorrows. Because, my friends, our God is too much of a realist to pretend that pain and suffering is not a part of the human condition. And if there is any one or any entity or any commercial or any organization or any religion that is trying to sell us a life free from pain, please know that they're selling a lie, that they're selling something that they cannot uh, follow through upon because life, while it is wonderful and gift, it also carries with it pain. Uh, and, uh, gosh, I think back to that wonderful movie and I haven't seen it in years and years. Um, and I need to watch it again because now this is the second time I'm referencing it in about a week. And that is, uh, Shadowlands by, um, <clears throat> about, uh, C.S. Lewis when he is, uh, older in life and he marries, uh, a, an American woman and very shortly after their marriage, she, uh, contracts cancer or at least discovered that she has cancer and she's starting to die. And, and Lewis just struggling with that issue of pain and suffering. And I remember at least in the movie, I I suspect it's true in real life, but in the movie, she looks at him and says, uh, you know, and, and he's despairing the fact that they only had this small amount of time and it was so good. And she says to him, the joy now is part of the sorrow later. That's the deal. My friends, that is that is true, I think, in life. You know, I, we who are parents and, and the love that we have for our children, and, and they say as you have children, is to, to walk around life with your heart uh, outside of your body for the rest of your life. Uh, and that's true. Um, and there is such great joy in that. But... There's pain and suffering as well uh, when they make decisions that you know are going to be harmful to them. Or, or when they go through pain, uh, that that pain uh, is echoed in us. And uh, that can't be controlled. To love as we are called to love in this world also brings with it the inevitable suffering that will, that will happen with that. Loss. Uh, that we cannot control or manipulate, and that brings sorrow. And, and Mary is, is the, the absolute personification of that in, in this gospel story, and it's so wonderful. If we only had the gospel of John, brothers and sisters, <clears throat> uh, 21 chapters, beautiful gospel. If we only had the gospel of John, we would not know two things. One, we would not know the name of Mary, Jesus's mother. And two, we would not know the the John, the name of John, because the writer of John's gospel, often thought to be the Apostle John, but most likely one of his disciples, uh, because it was written much later. The the last gospel written probably around the year 100, so a good 70-ish years after the uh, uh, death and and resurrection and ascension of Christ. Um, But uh, the writer of, of John's gospel does such wonderful things because he's using, you know, these writer's techniques. And so John is simply called the beloved disciple uh, all through the gospel. And, and it says that even in the gospel today, you know, that uh, standing by the cross were all these women. And when Jesus saw his mother and the disciple there whom he loved, he said to his mother, woman, behold your son, and, and said to the disciple, behold your mother. Uh, he simply calls the disciple, the beloved disciple, the disciple whom he loved—that's you know the one who puts his his head to the chest of Jesus to hear his heartbeat uh, at the Last Supper. Uh, because brothers and sisters, that's the way the writer brings you and I into it: that we are the beloved disciple, and and his mother, <clears throat> he calls woman all during it, even at the wedding feast of Cana. He doesn't say mom; he says woman because he's setting her up as the new Eve, as he is the new Adam, and. Um, but he, she is also mother. That is his other title for her, uh, because he gives his mother to us, the beloved disciples, to the church. Um, and he gives us to her. and And so let me let me just start this by saying, brothers and sisters, when we encounter suffering, which is inevitable in this world. When we encounter pain and sorrow, we are not alone. That we have been given this woman who stands with us in the midst of our pain. We have been given Mary, the mother of Christ. You know, and in this beautiful image, Jesus, in his very last breath on the cross... He's looking down at these people who are in sorrow at his death and suffering, and he's still trying to heal their pain by saying, woman, this woman who will be alone, who has lost her husband, who now is losing her only son, he's giving her to, in, in literal reality to John, for to take care of her because she has no one else to do that. And he's giving John, who's also suffering pain, this woman, this mother of his, So he won't be alone in his pain. And and so, brothers and sisters, when we feel alone in our pain, in literal reality, our God invites others to share that with us. We are not carrying that suffering alone. We are not meant to. It is too big for us. And he reminds us that we are a communal people. We are a social people. And we are not meant to carry that pain alone. And he uh, He. Uh, Christ is there with us in the midst of it, but also he invites other people to be with us, which is my second point. First of all, you and I don't experience it alone. We have our mother there with us, that she is with us in the midst of it. We have brothers and sisters in the faith with us, others that stand around the cross of Christ, Mary, the wife of Clopas and Mary Magdalene are with us in the midst of our pain, but also Christ is with us in the midst of our pain. But also, brothers and sisters, this is a, uh, a clarion call for us to stand with others in theirs. That, you know what, there was nothing Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene, and, and Jesus' mother, and the beloved disciple, there's nothing that they could do to ease the suffering of Christ, except to be present and remind the one in suffering that they are loved and that they are valued, even if they can't take away their suffering. Life is is filled with suffering, brothers and sisters. We know that. Jesus was too much of a realist to avoid that idea. But it's not only our suffering. It's those around us who are suffering. And we are called like Mary, to stand with them in the midst of theirs, even if we can't take it away, which, of course, pierces Mary with her heart is pierced with a sword through this. And uh, and when we experience the pain and suffering of those we love, our heart too is pierced with a sword. But that doesn't mean we avoid it or run. It means we stand with them as best we can. Uh, and no one remind them they're not alone, but know in our pain and suffering we are not alone either. This is such a good feast day. It celebrates Christ's goodness yesterday, God's incredible uh, victory and, and saving act for us. But he reminds us we're not alone in our pain. Pain will come. That's our, our, that's our participation in this. But we are not alone. We are given to one another, and he is present with us in the midst of it. Always. Let's pray. There's uh, an intention uh, for which you would like to pray. I invite you to bring that to mind at this time. And appropriately enough, our uh, second luminous mystery is an interaction between Christ and his mother. Uh, In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The second luminous mystery, the wedding feast at Cana. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. My friends, wherever you are today, even in the midst of sorrow and hurting, uh, may you know you are not alone by the loved ones that stand around you, by our God's presence uh, within and among your suffering, and by the presence of our Lady of Sorrows standing with you uh, in the midst of that pain as well. God's blessings.